Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Dutch trumpet sensation Eric Vlumens. We talked at length about his new 2022 project with American accordion master Will Holshauser, a live album called Two for the Road, and he also talked about a recent 12-city U.S.-Canada tour from September 11th to October 2nd, 2022. Over the years, he's led a wide variety of ensembles and is a frequent guest soloist with bands and orchestras of all kinds. This is a great cat. Enjoy this interview. Eric, it's great to meet you, man. Thanks for taking a minute out today. Yes. Thank you very much to, uh, to have me on your show, Joe. <laughs> My pleasure, man. So let me talk a little bit about where exactly are you located right now? I'm located in Duisburg, and this is in the Netherlands, and this is like uh, near the city of Arnhem. It's in the east of the Netherlands, and, uh, you know, I moved here since... Um, since two years uh, in the lockdown, I moved and I lived for 38 years in Rotterdam. I studied there in, on the conservatory on, on, on Kodaks and I lived there for like, you know, what I say, like for 38 years. The east of the country is a little bit more quiet and um, there's, more, there's more nature, more lush. It's, it's uh, you know, so I thought, well, I feel like uh, going, going there. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the, the busy west, and it's only like a small country. Yeah, this is. Um, um, I am like one and a half hours now from Rotterdam, which is for Americans, it's nothing. But this is just nothing. But here it looks always big, and people say when I play in the west of the country, you say, "Oh, you have you have to go all the way now to where you live, right?" <laughs> it feels. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very funny how it works. Those things. Perception's very strange. And I guess that's my lead-in here. Before we get into your brand-new album, I'm curious, yeah. how did you survive COVID as a jazz artist, and how has this time changed you now that you got a new album, live shows are picking up, things are kind of changing? Well, Joe, I, um, I thought, well, I was suddenly unemployed. I think, well, I'm not unemployed. They take away my job. That's it. I have plenty of work. But uh, I thought, what am I going to do right now? What does make sense in my life? Then I thought, wow, most of the times I have to, you know, as a musician, you write for your new albums or you write for a movie or you write for, for a new show with, with, uh, with a new band. And there's always like a little bit uh, a push on it. There's always like a last minute things. And, um, and suddenly there was nothing anymore. And I didn't have to play trumpets. So uh, a few months before the COVID, I said to my wife, I said, you know, I would like to, you know, it feels like uh, I, I could play like not trumpet for three months just to see how life is right then. And then, well, it, then the COVID happened. So I put my trumpet away for six months. I didn't, I didn't want to play anymore for just experience life from another way. And then I thought um, I'm going to... I feel like writing. I feel like writing very much. I think I feel like writing like out of a sort of a freedom. Um, and let's say, um, uh, I don't know for whom I write this melody, but I write this melody, I write this piece because I would like to write this piece. So everything that comes in, I want to write this down and then I create my own library uh, with music. And when this whole COVID period is over, I can uh, I can play with everybody I want my music and I choose the the, the melodies which fits to the, one of the other bands. I did also a meditation course uh, in um, in the, uh, in the COVID with uh, maybe you know him he's American his name is Joe Dispenza 
And uh, he named the word inner mission in his meditations. Inner mission. I thought, wow, this is, this is quite a good word because this is exactly what I'm doing right now. Inner mission. And I thought, I, have, I write plenty of pieces. So I gave them numbers. I wrote inner mission number one, inner mission number two, inner mission number three. You know, like and up until 35 or so. And what I also did is um, uh, I, I had an assignment for writing for a movie um, which was called Wild Port of Europe, which was about the animals uh, in the harbor of Rotterdam. Rotterdam is the biggest harbor in Europe. You will be astonished how much nature there is in between all the industrial objects and things. Um, so I did the whole process with, with that. And so, and, and I moved. <laughs> That's how I chose it. So, yeah, I moved to a part of a country where, where the people are a little bit more quiet, where it's not, it's not that hectic or something, but it, it, it feels good for my, for my life, you know, because my, my life is anyway, I feel like the eye in the hurricane is always like busy, busy, busy. But now I'm coming home in my own farm. It's quiet here and, uh, it's really quiet in the night, not like in the city, but, uh, yeah, well, so the, 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 the COVID period was, was actually, I, I made the best out of it for myself, and it was a valuable period for me. You know, the one thing about your brand new album, it's a live album, Two for the Road, and it looks like you had a U.S. Mm-hmm. trip and you got close to Kansas City, you were in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. So yeah. how was the, how, it had to be exhilarating after all of that time away from live shows to not only have an album that's a live album, but to actually be able to perform it live. Yeah, well, the, 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 it's, a, it's a live performed album from, uh, we did like, I did with Will uh, the year before. Just, just like we were so lucky, Joe. We were like in between two lockdowns, we had our shows, and when the last show was, was, was finalized, then uh, the lockdown went on again. So we were so lucky, we did 30 shows in between two lockdowns, and we recorded like uh, a few shows, and we made the album of it, and it was a very much a pleasure uh, being, after such a long time, being on tour again. That was actually the first time in the U.S. that I was there for a couple of years. Yeah, we know, we know all because of what, it, because of the COVID, of course, we couldn't play, couldn't travel, nothing at all, but it was such a pleasure. It was such an energetic tour in your country. Yeah, we weren't in Kansas City, but we would like to come next time. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have open arms. We would love to have you here. You know, I'm curious. I'm always curious about, you know, jazz is the ultimate American export and other regions of the world latch onto it. How did you begin your journey in jazz in the Netherlands? I started with my first teacher, first teacher at music school. He, um, he had some lessons in, in, in arranging and in jazz and in chord studies, and, uh, and he started to experiment a little bit with me. But I went, uh, as a classical trumpeter, I went to the conservatory, and then I saw we had a very nice jazz department on the conservatory of Rotterdam, very nice, with very nice musicians as teachers, and so I was there as a classical trumpet player, but I did improvise. I, you know, I did improvise already, so it was not strange at all for me. <laughs> Sorry. And then I saw the ensembles and the big band, and uh, you know, so I went to the teacher who was named was K. Small, and he was a very good uh, trombone player and trumpet player and piano player and saxophone player. He was really a multi instrumentalist, and uh, I went to him and. Um, 
I went to a lesson of him to said, and then he said, "Why don't you study this? Because you are really you are good at it." And uh, and then I started uh, playing. Uh, then I started playing jazz, thinking about it seriously. And a, a year later, I quit my classical studies because it was not it was impossible to combine it. But I still, I must say, I still my heart is also still to the uh, towards the classical music and. You can maybe hear the album with Will. It was once uh, criticized by uh, somebody. It was very funny. Uh, criticized by a journalist. He said, "Well, this is not jazz. This is not jazz." But I think, oh, well, I, I, I didn't tell. I didn't tell it was jazz. <laughs> it's just music, and I improvise. You know. So I do not consider myself really like as a. Um, your country, they play like really jazz. Jazz, jazz, like like Winter Marsalis, but I try to have some other influences as well, like from the classical music. And uh, you know, last night I played with the, the the Marine Band of the Navy, and I played my pieces. And my pieces are also, I I think about world music, but it's also about blues, and and it's also about jazz. But it's it's uh, I even I even don't know really how to how to how to call it. Is is there any word? When you when you listen to the album with Will, do you think it's pure jazz, or what do you think about that? I think so. Yeah, I I, I get that sense out of it. I I, I do think it's pure, and um, it, it just emits a, a warmth, right. and and I really enjoy it. It's a mix, huh? Yeah, things, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I that's how I feel it. Yeah, that's how I feel it as well. Yeah. Well, and and I think that's the cornerstone of jazz is that it's. It's it's this feeling, and it's hard to put your finger on, but it just makes you feel good. Yeah. It feels right. But I, but of course, I learned a man. I learned so much from uh, your country about the, uh, the trumpet players like Woody Shaw, Freddie Herbert, Booker Little, Miles um, um, uh, Davis, of course. Maybe I like him very much because he did everything what he thought he should do without the borders of jazz. And that's what I that's 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 what I like very much. Um, yeah, yeah, I learn I learned so much from 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 people from your country. Like, yeah. What do you like the best about being a professional musician? About doing this every day? Ah, okay. In the first place, I cannot imagine doing something else. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It grew into all my DNA. Uh, I don't think so much about it. Uh, I think if you choose for something and you don't think about it uh, uh, and you, you're you not going to your job, I never go to my work, actually, I realize. That's not because I don't work, because I work very hard. <clears throat> but I don't have the feeling I go to my work. You go to your work, you go... And you don't feel like going to your work. Uh, going to your work has for me something negative, maybe. Um, I just do something what I like, and I work very hard to be able to live from it. Uh, but I, 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 I'm, I, I get so much energy from it. Uh, there is so much synergy uh, between the musicians, and um, musicians are very nice people to. To, to work with they are they are they think maybe a little bit wider than you know and I kind of want to go back to the album the new live album two for the road and I'm curious yeah. 
What are you hoping the listener gets out of this album? Well, I always say to the people, um, dear people, um, I'm a musician and I play, uh, music is the language of the heart. And as I always like, I play with my heart for your heart. And um, I hope that by the end of the concert, you are as happy as I am right now already, <laughs> or maybe more happy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I hope for the, for the listeners, that they get happy from it, that it does something with you, that, you, that it does something with your energy, that, uh, you know. But what is your future looking like now with the new album? You just got off, you know, live shows. What, what are you looking for as we kind of close this year out and move into 2023? Well, uh, my new album, I think I heard just before the show, I heard one song, which is the single, of, which is called Hop. Next week, I'm going to, uh, my new album, my new al newer album is uh, going to be released uh, tomorrow. And this is called The Wild Port of Europe. This is about the harbor of Rotterdam, where I wrote the, the film score. I wrote the music score. And uh, I'm going to have uh, like a 23 concerts going out of the year going into the year, and uh, for the rest I'm going to do some new uh, concerts with my new band, uh, new new uh, jazz rock band, Eric Freeman's Hotspot. It's a new a new band. I'm going to work with that. And some 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 concerts in between. Um, uh, this weekend I played with Fujimuni, which is the group with Harman Fai and Anton Goudsmit, and I played with uh, that group. I played with that group for... Um, uh, ten, before, uh, ten years ago, I played, and now there's the reunion of that band. Um, yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of, um, not particularly with one band, but I do a lot of stuff uh, in between. Let's say a lot of stuff in between with a lot of bands, a lot of a lot of things mixed up. Absolutely, that's great. So let me ask you this: Everyone out there has an idea of who they think you are. Your family your friends, your fans, but you're the one that's living your life. Who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> do I have to describe myself? Uh, well... <laughs> uh, who do you think you are? Oh, man. That's one of the most difficult questions. Uh, I don't know. I just try to be... I, I, I only say I try to be Eric Riemann's I try to be myself, me and I. Uh, I'm a trumpet player, and um, I love life. And uh, when somebody says to me uh, it's not right, I try to listen to that person. Try to try to make my life better. Try to be maybe a better human being, or you know, it's so difficult. <laughs> you you know you know what you've done during this interview, which is really it's it's amazing. Sometimes I get like a portal into the music through the conversation, which is what I hope to convey to the audience. Your answer to that and other questions that I had is it gets right to the point and you kind of simplify it in a complex way, which is kind of the nature of your music. So I think your answers mimic what you do on stage and in the studio. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that, I saved the most difficult one for last. Thank you for, for opening up, taking some time out. I'm so glad that we got to catch up. And truly, good luck with everything. And hopefully, when you get to Kansas City, let me know. We'll sit down for a proper plate of barbecue and shake hands. 
Yes. Okay, Joe. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in the Netherlands, Canada, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Eric for his time, cool, and class. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.